you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com, thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, welcome to the big show, my family and friends. We certainly appreciate you guys being here. It's always wonderful to have you. You guys are the most important, greatest audience in the world. Have I ever told you that? Have I ever uh, just, uh, just kissed enough ass to tell you the guys are the greatest? Well, you are. And uh, as always, I get all these people that write me in comments on the show about what a variety of things they learn and ideas and concepts and discussions we have just across the board from all different various walks of life, intelligence. And we bring forth the greatest authors because they've spent tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of hours, maybe a lifetime of hours developing their ideas. And they bring them forth to you. And for a good solid half hour, an hour, you get to learn stuff. And uh, we also make you laugh because I bring the comedy, not the intelligence, but the comedy of the show. <laughs> so we have another amazing author that's joining us today. But in the meantime, as always, shame and guilt your friends into subscribing to the Chris Voss Show. Uh, go to goodreads.com forward slash Chris Voss, youtube.com forward slash Chris Voss, linkedin.com forward slash Chris Voss. We're trying to be cool and funny and interesting, uh, putting clips of the show on TikTok. I don't, I don't know if it'll work or not because uh, I'm old. Those kids don't get me, but uh, I don't know some of the videos are taken off, so we'll just keep working on. It. Check out us over there on the TikTok arena. Uh, today we have an amazing gentleman on the show. He is the author of his latest book, just came out December second, twenty twenty two. Wayne Faulkner joins us on the show today. He's got two books that he's put out. Uh, his latest setback or stepping stone. It's your choice. With all my might. It shall be done. He's joining us on the show today and talking about his uh, newest book. We'll uh, talk about his older, his uh, earlier book too, uh, how to think and create success. So there's going to be a lot of success conversation on the show, and uh, we like that because uh, I don't know. We never we never interview authors on uh, how to fail. Eh? That sounds like a bad idea. No one's going to watch that show. Uh, Wayne Faulkner is a personal development coach, educator, author, and content creator. He has spent countless hours researching high achievers and personal development in order to launch a new thought processes, empowering those seeking a greater level of consciousness and success. And he lives in Tennessee. Welcome to the show, Wayne. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I am doing excellent as well, too, my friend. And it's an honor to have you on the show. We love talking about success. Why is success so important? So success is important for everything that we do in life because without it, what do we do? <laughs> there you go. Well, there's failure, but you know, then you under uh, live under uh, Vidoc or down by the river, as uh, the SNL skit was so great. So, Wayne, give us your .com so people can find you on the interwebs, please. Okay, I have a brand new website that's under construction, and I'm told it will be ready on Monday, May 29th, and it is thinkcreatesuccess.com. There you go. It's always good to think. At least that's what I think. <laughs> Uh, so, Wayne, what motivated you want to write this latest book? Wow. You know, uh, throughout my life, I have seen many challenges, faced many challenges. And 
as a kid, I did a lot of reading and I just had a lot of questions about a lot of things. So in, in the reading and thinking about a lot of things, I started discovering a lot of things by reading and research. So once I did that, I said, wow, maybe I should start putting some of these ideas on paper. There you go. Well, that's always important because, uh, you know, I mean, this is how we learn stuff. We learn stuff through stories and, and uh, educating ourselves and life experience. I mean, that's a, that's a life experience is kind of, you know, how we learn the hard way. So, you know, somebody can share with me how they learned the hard way. Maybe I can skip that because that's, uh, I really don't want to learn the hard way anymore. I'm kind of, I'm 55. There's been enough, there's been enough hard ways in the past. <laughs> So there's a quote to your book uh, that you talk about, setback or stepping stone. What's the concept there that you're presenting, and and what does that mean? Uh, I noticed that on the cover of the book, you've got several different things that, uh, you know, barriers that go taller and someone's trying to climb over. Talk to us about what what's the meaning behind that. Well, when we're faced with obstacles in life and challenges, think for a moment. Have you ever faced a challenge, an obstacle, and you declare it within yourself, with all my might, it will be done. There you go. And that's part of the title of your book, With All My Might, It Shall Be Done. Where does that quote come from? Is that your quote? That's a quote from the Bible. There you go. The Bible. So, with all my might, it shall be done. What does that mean, with all my might, it shall be done? What, and well, why is that important? Okay. There is a quote that also says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Mm. So this is a single-minded resolution. And, mm. you, and you're declaring that with every energy, with every cell of my being, I shall get this done. I will be a success. So it's the massive commitment that you're giving to your goal, your journey, what, what, you, what you're setting forth to achieve. It's, it's, the, it's the getting every part of your being and body and mind and spirit to have the confidence and, and have the moxie and to, and to seek, uh, to seek different results and different, uh, things to, to get over those. Um, and so I, I imagine, you know, per, per the title of your book, setback or stepping stone, you're, you're, you're angling on, uh, is this a setback for me or is this really a stepping stone? How should I approach this? Yes. Yes. That's the choice that we all have to make. We all are going to have some setbacks in life. Mm. So when you look at those setbacks, you think, says, okay, this is a setback. That's already done. That's a given. All right, how do I look at this? What's the next step? And you start to think, says, so it's a setback. Or is it a stepping stone? Is this something that I can grow from, learn from, and move on with my journey in life? There you go. And, uh, you know, it, perception is everything. How we... How, how what happens to us and how we interpret it and perceive it and utilize it makes all the difference. I mean, we can we can all be, you know, just crippled and cry in a corner like, oh, God, it didn't work out this week, you know, or or we can go, hey, man, uh, let's suck it up and, and uh, rock and roll. Absolutely. It's all about making a choice. And mm -hmm. that choice that you make at that point will determine where you go next. Hmm. It makes all the difference in the world. So give us some more in-depth teaser out of the book and uh, some of the different uh, things you talk about it inside. Well, I talk about next level consciousness. Mm -hmm. And it gives a reader an understanding of what consciousness is. Consciousness is an impersonal state of awareness. It is a state of awareness. 
And when you become aware of consciousness, you begin to have a different perception of things around you, a different perception in life. You become very aware, in tune with your environment and with the world at large. Yeah, and uh, by being more in tune, you uh, what's that old saying? Um, by by focusing on the things you want, you 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 start to kind of draw or manifest is a strong word. You you kind of start to manifest things in your life. You 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 get yourself on that path. You know, you talked about you talked about uh, I forget the phrase, but basically a man of two different paths. You know, it, it's hard to complete those because you're working against yourself, right? Absolutely, you're pulling yourself in two different directions. Once you center in on who you are and knowing what you are, you know, you are what you think you are. So once you mm -hmm. get that established, it says, okay, I need to figure out how to navigate from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. What's my goal? What's my objective? What are my aims now? Yeah. And, and in doing so, you're going to, uh, you know, find your goals better. Because if you look at everything was, well, it's a setback. Uh, you know, I was just recently reading uh, The Obstacles of the Way by Ryan Holiday. And, uh, you know, he talks about how what you do, instead of looking at this as a setback, you should look at it as a stepping stone, maybe a learning lesson. Or what are some other ways we can look at stepping stones as a way to, as a way to change our paradigm and approach? Well, all setbacks really are temporary. Mm. That's the main thing to know, you know never apply a permanent solution to a temporary problem. No. So when you understand that a setback is just that, it's just a momentary blip on the radar, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And we, we need to get a hold of ourselves and we need to think correctly to move forward. Ah, I mean, that it definitely is. Uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, what's that saying? The, your mindset or your, or uh, you know, stinking thinking, whatever. There's probably a lot of different variations of that, and uh, but it makes all the difference in in if you set a goal. You know, like uh, a great example of this, I think, is John F. Kennedy's. Uh, they call it the moonshot mm -hmm. concept or the moonshot ideas, and uh, and he set a goal that was just you know, I think his I think his consultants came to him and said, you know, uh, what should we do that's really great? And he goes, why don't we go to the moon? And he goes, uh, how can we have never gone to the moon? And he goes, no one has ever set a goal to do it or demanded it be done. You know, and he says, you know, in his famous speech, I think it was an inauguration or, or maybe it was later, you know, we're going to the moon and we're going to do it. And everyone's just like, how are we going to do that again? And, uh, you know, it's that moonshot concept where, uh, you set a goal, and maybe you don't know how you're going to get there, but you're going to find a way. And because you put all of your resources and all of your mind to it, you have the ability to achieve it. Steve Jobs did the same thing with the iPhone. Where he's like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to put everything into it. And uh, it was crazy how that worked out. Absolutely, because when you start out uh, on the pathway of your goals, you're going to have some storm clouds, some hurricane-type winds are going to blow in. Mm -hmm. And the average person would just turn back and just say, no, it's not worth it. I can't do it. I've never done it before. But when you say and declare with all your might, it shall be done, you keep moving forward. You just mm -hmm. keep going, you know, regardless of the odds that you're facing. You say, I will get this done. This mm -hmm. must happen for me. So you just have a resolution of I can't be stopped. There you go. I will not be stopped. I, I am a force for 
what I'm trying to achieve. And and that's really it because if you doubt yourself in different ways, if you if you uh it it becomes a form of self-sabotage where you uh you you know, you're like, "Well, I'm going to go there, but uh, uh maybe." You know. It's kind of like, "Well, I'm going to go on a diet today, but I'm going to eat this eclair first. Absolutely, because <laughs> one thing I always tell people, you know, all negative energy starts with a contradiction of the ego. Ah. Yes. You're going to have some negative self-talk in your own head that's going to be working and fighting against you every step of the way. But once you understand what that is, and it's not really you. No, it's not you. Ignore that. But be conscious and aware of what's going on inside your head. It's the ego. The ego does not want to give up its control over the way you think. Once you break free and not let the ego manipulate and control how you think, well, you're in control now. There and you you, go. Keep, you keep moving forward toward whatever your aim in life is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the ego has an interesting way of working where it's kind of like a... Uh, what would you call it? It's kind of like a thermostat where it regulates you. And it kind of, anytime you want to do anything, out of, it kind of keeps your comfort zone going. Anytime you want to do something out of it, it's like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We're all nice and comfy here in the uh, Lazy Boy recliner here watching TV, man. What's this? Uh, you want us to do something different? Wait, you're, sh you're shaking up the boat, eh? Absolutely. It's never going to agree with your, your aims and ambition. It's always going to give a contradictory opinion. If you say, Hey, this is going to go great. I'm going to be well. No, you're not. Who are you? Now, what, what do you think you are? You see, there that's, you that's an ego trying to keep you imbalanced. Uh -huh. Only in an environment of, you know, when you are unbalanced, it has an ability to control how you think. Yeah, it definitely does. And and uh, so by so basically, what you're saying is by putting the force of all my nature and commanding myself to do it saying this is how it's going to get done there's no there's no fighting and whatever that's the best way to overcome the ego absolutely because the more you let it control you the more strength it's going to gain ah and it will manipulate and control how you think the majority of the time but only when you more or less you train your mind to think in a way you know that you're going to have success because you're going to be relentless about it you are just so determined you're not you're unstoppable the ego will say mm, this guy's not listening to us <laughs> yeah we just forget it you know this self-talk this negative self-talk we're trying to manufacture in his head it's not working now it used to but he's uh -huh. a different mentality now ah uh -huh. well that makes sense because i mean it, what you think is uh, oh god i think it's uh it was from the think and grow rich book what you think is what you are, or what you think, mm -hmm. what you think is, you know, what happens to you. So, um, you know, tell us a little bit about your origin story. What got you writing about this stuff, success, et cetera, et cetera, in your second book, um, how to think, create success. What, what, what's your origin story in your life journey that, that made you want to start talking about this stuff and, and learn some of these lessons? Okay. I was raised by my grandparents and they were just like angels on earth. In my upbringing as a kid, <laughs> it was just an amazing thing living in their household. They, they gave me so much love and care and nurturing. And my mom, uh, as a professional, she was an educator and a librarian. And she introduced me to the world of books. 
and I've been hooked ever since. <laughs> yeah, all the books, you know, from a library, once they were old and were going to be discarded, they were given away to the community and to children. Mm-hmm. But the ones that were left over, she brought them to me. And I just had a great, fantastic time exploring the whole world through books. However, in my junior or senior year of college, I was introduced to multi-level marketing. Oh, yeah. I was young and immature, and I didn't have a lot of success with it, but the organization was truly a great organization. But the one thing that I really, really appreciate, and I'll never forget what they did for me, they introduced me to different types of books that I had never encountered before, such as Success Cybernetics. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Richest Man in Babylon. Mm-hmm. Jim Rohn in his books. Jim Rohn, yeah. What a great Dennis, motivational Dennis, leader. Yeah. Brian Trace in his books. Dennis Brian Trace, in his yeah. books. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wayne Dyer and Les, Br- Les Brown. Yeah. Les Brown, yeah. So once I started reading those types of books, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. things that started taking off as far as my consciousness and my ability to think and really start to say, hey, Things are not really as they may seem on the surface. Once you start drilling down to get more information, you say, hmm, you know, there's a whole different mindset here, a whole different way of thinking. There's a whole different consciousness level that I'm aspiring to get to. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so you go through these trials and tribulations uh, in your life. I mean, were there any things that you uh, had to overcome as you went through your life? Yeah, I went through a divorce, and mm-hmm. uh, I have two great sons, uh, mm-hmm. 20, 28 and 31. Mm-hmm. A very fine young man. I'm very proud of both of them. And through the divorce situation, that was a setback for me, mm-hmm. for sure. And I didn't have a lot of skills and knowledge about how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But through, I guess, hard knocks, I got myself together somehow and made it through. But after that, I promised myself everything that I do not know, I will be on a life journey to discover things that I do not know. So I started reading, researching, reading, researching, and that has led me to this present moment. That is awesome, man. You know, it, it, we learn so much from trials and tribulations in our life. And like I say, uh, people's life journeys and life stories are things that uh, can really help each other, you know. I didn't. I never really want to talk about my problems. And one day, on uh, one day, my dog suffered a seizure and passed away within thirty minutes. And you know, I thought, you know, we had a few years left, and it was shocking to me. And you know, a dog is my child. She'd been around for about sixteen years or fifteen years, and uh, and I was. Uh, I felt a lot of pain. I felt a lot of loss. I felt a lot of hurt. And I wrote, I, I'd put down probably half a bottle of vodka uh, to try and go through it. it was, I mean, it was just such a shock. And I uh, wrote a very long post on Facebook, just kind of bleeding out all my emotions about it and just the shock and horror and what I was feeling. And I'm not usually, I'm a very masculine man, so I'm not usually pouring my feelings out. And uh, I remember sitting there for half an hour going, Oh my God! Should I press send and share this? It's it's really some private, you know, emotional stuff that I really don't want to share. And but I just felt like, and it was homage uh, and an honor. It was kind of a it was kind of a way of doing an ep, uh, an epitaph. This is what I'm thinking of, or some sort of eulogy to my dog. And uh, you know, I was blind. I was out of my fucking mind with vodka at that point. So I 
I pressed send and I just said fuck it. It was like almost a suicide note. Uh, and I really didn't want to wake up the next morning. Uh, I, I'd hope to drink enough vodka that I didn't have to wake up the next morning and, and deal with it. And um, it was amazing to me how it impacted so many people. I had people write me and go, wow, man, what you exposed and shared with your emotions, uh, um, I, I realized I hadn't uh, gotten closure with my father's death or my, my animal's passing or, you know, some other thing. It, it, it like, helped other people and i was like wow me sharing my pain my journey my my setbacks helped other people wow and yeah people were like hey we're not alone you're you know other people have problems too and sometimes when we're in those states that we have problems we feel alone right absolutely you know just to know that someone has it has you know had an experience with something that may have happened to you it, it's, it's somewhat encouraging Mm-hmm. So, like you just mentioned, you're not alone. You're not alone in the universe. And it's also amazing that as humans, many of us face some of the exact same trials and tribulations in life. Yeah. You know, we're different individuals, but we have the same circumstances that we're facing. So just to hear about somebody else and how they overcame the situation that they dealt with, it is encouraging. There you go. Uh, before we move to your next book, because I want to talk about that as well, anything more we should tease out about this book? I would say this book is a book that, you know, once read, you're going to have some thoughts to yourself and say, wow, I've never considered these points. Mm -hmm. It's going to give you some things to think about beyond what you may have have in ordinary conversations with people around you. Mm -hmm. There you go. Uh, So uh, the next book that you wrote, uh, you wrote this in, I think, in August of uh, 22. Uh, How to think and create success. Creators are thinkers. And thinkers are creators. Talk to us uh, about what prompted you to write this book. Give us a 30,000 overview, if you would, please. Well, this book actually started out as an online course. I was designing an online course. And in doing so, at some point, I guess about two-thirds of the way finished with it, I started thinking to myself one day, I said, could this be a book? And I said, well, wow. Although I had intended to write, you know, books, but I hadn't started yet on my first book. Mm-hmm. And once I looked at the material that I had, I said, hmm, let's continue on and turn this into a book. So that's how that book came about. But the content that's in the book is quite interesting, to say the least. <laughs> Not because I wrote it, because we all think, yes, we do. It's, it's almost like a voluntary, involuntary thing like breathing. <laughs> But how many of us know how to think? That's Mm -hmm. the question. And in school, we're taught what to think, but we're not taught how to think. Mm -hmm. So I created a process and a concept, a four-step concept and process called Think, Create, Meditate, and Journal. Ah. Think. Give give me those four again. Think. Think, create, create, meditate, meditate, and journal. journal. There you go. Uh, and that's brilliant because, um, you know, we think about stuff, but, you know, thinking about the Kardashians and what they're doing or watching the TV probably isn't the best use of our thinking. <laughs> I would agree because, you know, we, we, what it boils down to is what are we paying attention to? Mm. What are we spending our time on and what are we spending our time doing? There you go. What is our focus, if it were? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. All, so, good. We all are thinking, but you know, the thinking that we're doing is a conducive ah. for you reaching your success in life. Mm-hmm. That, and that makes a difference because if you're not thinking about what you want to achieve, you're thinking about stupid stuff. Or you're like me late at night flipping through TikTok going, well, that's kind of cool. And it, it and you, <laughs> you wake up the next day and go, that was a real waste of my time. I could have made better use of it. So you, you uh, during the book, you distill 22 years as an educator and 17 years as a corporate management in method, concepts, and solution that helps inventors, creators, artists, and designers uh, with a business. Um, so how we think or how we frame it or how we design it is really important then. Absolutely, because, you know, I, I always say that I have a unique vantage point because I've worked in corporate America and also in the field of education. Mm-hmm. And when you have a diverse background of that nature, it gives you a wide view of things that are going on in society. You know, we have industry, we have corporations, and then we have educations. Mm-hmm. And so those those two things are, are different, in, mm-hmm. you know, from a standpoint of career fields, but they are interconnected more so mm-hmm. than you think. And knowing how to think, wow. That's going to determine your success in either area. Definitely. I mean, if you don't, if you have stinking thinking, I think that's a phrase I've heard. Uh, you're not going to do well. Um, but what was interesting to me is the title of your book: "Creators Are Thinkers, and Thinkers Are Creators." Tell us what that means. That means we think you're actually creating. Thinkers are creators, and creators are thinking. Whatever you think about, you're going to create it. For an example. If I were to say to you, uh, anyone, this was an audience of 500 people, try not to think of a pink elephant. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, you can't turn your mind off, but you can train your mind how to think where you'll be successful. And here's another example of that. Let's say, for instance, we're going to use an imaginary character, Mike. Let's say Mike has a very important job interview a week from today, mm-hmm. next Thursday. All right. His mind usually will follow two uh, tracks of thinking. Mm-hmm. Now, one may be filled with anxiety and worry. That ego inside of him is begin to question: Are you qualified enough? Mm-hmm. Do you have the right skill set for the position? Will the interviewer think you are uh, very experienced? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you able to converse and convince the interviewer that you're a good candidate for the position? Uh-huh. All this negative uh, self-talk, you are creating and thinking an unwanted outcome. Definitely. Yeah. What you focus on is what you get then. Absolutely. You are imagining things that haven't happened and may not happen, but you are attracting those things into your reality uh-huh. based on how you're thinking. And on the other hand, let's say Mike says, okay, I am happy, excitedly, and joyfully anticipating the interview next week. Mm-hmm. I am I am qualified. I have a good skill set. I have the right experience. I'm going to be able to present myself professionally. I'm going to be looked at as a viable candidate for the position. Well, you are attracting the outcome that you want into your reality as opposed to how you're thinking before attracting the unwanted outcome. There you go. And that, that can make all the difference in the world and what you're trying to achieve. Uh, because like you say, what you focus on is what you get. And uh, if you focus on, you know, how you might fail 
at something, you know, like the example of the diet earlier, or you're like, well, I, w- I really want to start a business, but what if I fail? You know, I, I meet a lot of people that, that always tell me, they'll be like, hey, I'm going to start a business, Chris, or I'm going to start a podcast, or I'm going to do, you know, whatever the thing is. And I go, okay, go, go for it, do it. And then they're like, well, I'm, I'm preparing because I want to make sure I don't fail. I'm, I'm trying to make sure I do it right. And so I'm making sure everything's perfect before I start. And I'm like, nothing's going to be perfect before you start. It's just the whole nature of starting and moving towards the goal means there's going to be failures. There's no perfect journey, uh, last time I checked. Uh, and, uh, then I'll meet them like years later. I'll be like, Hey, how'd that, uh, starting a business work for you there? Eh? You must be down the road and being successful by now. And they're like, no, I'm still preparing for making sure things are perfect. So I don't fail. And you're like, wow. Okay. Yeah. This is never going to get happened. Right. You know, I, I got a friend who's trying to write the same book for 14 years. Uh, so there you go. So I mean, what you focus on is what you're going to get. And if you're, if you focus on, you know, it's like that person who, uh, walks the high wire. If he spends his time looking down all the time going, I could fall and I'm going to die. And it's really risky. You're probably going to have a hard time making it across that wire. Yeah. The law of probability is going to set in and more than likely he is going to fall off that wire <laughs> yeah. for sure. And it's amazing to me. I've seen a pattern over and over. Anytime you take on a new venture, your mind will automatically show you the worst case scenario of a million things that probably could happen. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's kind of a protection mode, I think, that your mind is probably doing for you, right? Yeah, and somewhat it is. You know, it's protecting you from, I guess, going off on the deep end on the tangent on things that may be destructive for you, but I think it goes too far because we allow and give it too much control and we can't separate the negative from the positive. Yeah. Because there's so many competing voices going on inside our head. Which one do we believe? There you go. And and if you go down, like you said, two different paths, you're f- basically finding yourself, sabotaging yourself. Uh, you know, and, and I, I see a lot of that in people. You know, they'll be like, well, I'm going to go for it, but I'm just kind of not going to fully go for it because, you know, what if it fails? Um, you know, I, I want a relationship, but I'm not going to trust anyone. You know, there's there's different things. And you're like, well, you have to trust someone in your relationship. I mean, that's just that's kind of how it has to work. I mean, you, if you want to trust, it's going to be guaranteed to fail. And so people do all these little things that sabotage them, huh? Absolutely. And that's why I say with all my might, it shall be done. If you take that type of mindset with you, whatever you attempt, excuse me, <clears throat> you, you're going to have built in i'm not thinking about the probabilities of what may fail or what could happen yeah so what even if it does i'm going to work around those things because i'm going forward to my goal of success Mm -hmm. there you go there you go so anything more that we need to tease out about your book how to think and create success i would say read and also reread and read more and Mm -hmm. do the four things I mentioned earlier, you want to think, create, meditate for sure. And then you want to journal. You want to write about all your experience, all your feelings, all your thoughts, your ideas, and even your setbacks. You want to Mm. record those in your journal because what's going to happen is as you look back through your journal, you say, okay, I've seen this movie before. I know Mm. exactly what to do. I know how to think and navigate my way around this temporary obstacle. Mm. 
And that that uh, is the, the meditating. Why is the meditating important? Because when you meditate, that's where you're going to get your ideas. I call it my superpower. Anytime I'm faced with a challenge or I'm seeking new ideas, even for my book writing, when I meditate, that's when I have clarity of vision. The eyes are made for sight, but your mind is made for vision. Mm -hmm. So when I'm meditating, more or less, in my view, I'm linking up to a higher source that has all knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And I says, look, I need some input and information on whatever I'm working on or whatever the topic is. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I know where to access it from. There you go. There you go. And the journaling gives you so much insight. Like I've gone back and looked at my old journaling or things I've talked about on Facebook. Uh, I kind of use Facebook as a journal. Um, and uh, it's it's interesting. Like, you know, I've, I've seen times where I've said, I'm going to go for this and do it. Um, and, uh, and then of course, learning lessons, you know, sometimes I forget about some of the mistakes I make and less and lessons I learned and having journaling goes back and you're like, oh yeah, I have done that before. Uh, don't do that anymore. Uh, you, you know, you kind of get that whole idea and concept behind it. Anything more we want to tease about your prior book? And, and uh, again, just to add to what you just mentioned about mm -hmm. journaling, what a wonderful thing to pass on as part of your legacy to another oh, generation. They could review your journal and get incredible ideas and gain awareness about many things that they may have never considered just by reading your journal. Yeah, and and I'm not going to give them. Uh, uh, I'm not going to give them a. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to give them inheritance. I'm cutting them out of the will. So I mean, they can have my journal and they can figure out how to make the money that they were going to get through the inheritance. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go. Well, this has been fun and insightful to have you on the show and give us a deep thinking thing. Uh, give us a roundabout pitch on uh, your books and what you do. And, and do you do other things? Do you consult? Do you coach? Do you any of that stuff? Yes. Uh, personal, development, that. personal development and life coaching. I'm all about that. Okay. And that's why I'm reconstructing and rebuilding my website to be able to onboard uh, clients and sessions for a life coaching and personal development coaching. So look forward to that at thinkcreatesuccess.com. And uh, by all means, get my books because I can assure you, you will find interesting information that you probably have not even considered. There you go. Uh, open your mind. Learn more. You know, I just had somebody on the show that uh, talks about how they read 200 books a year. Uh, Bill Gates reads a lot. I read a lot because um, I have I have guests on the show. Uh, but it still it it activates your brain. It 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 uh, gets you thinking. It it opens your mind and expands your space. Thank you very much, Wayne, for coming to the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. There you go, uh, folks. Order up the book wherever fine books are sold. Setback or stepping stone, it's your choice. With all of my might, it shall be done. Command it, and uh, you'll have a better chance of making it work. Uh, to my audience, thanks for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Foss, LinkedIn.com, Fortress Chris Foss. Subscribe to the big new LinkedIn newsletter, the 130,000 group on LinkedIn, and see us over on TikTok. We're posting uh, clips of the video over there, trying to be cool. I don't know. It's a hard thing to do when you're old to be cool with the kids. Uh, maybe they'll maybe they'll like us and accept us. Videos are starting to do well. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time. And that should have us out.